All right. So we're here for yet another episode of The Most Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about dating with natural hair. Um, this is a really fiery topic uh, <laughs> because it just it just it encourages a lot of really strong feelings from a lot of people. We know that all of you out there have a lot of strong feelings about what it's been like dating with natural hair, whether it's an issue. So we're going to jump into it with three different black women with natural hair who have vastly different textures, who are in different parts of the country and who have you know, really different experiences. So we're going to um, talk about it. And today, you know, you've got me, Dawn Myers, CEO and founder of The Most, um, and also our lovely co-host, Natasha. Natasha, take it away. Thank you. I'm Natasha Valley. I am a brand strategist for The Most. And um, we actually have Cassidy Jordan on with us, who is a lifestyle influencer in Miami. She handles PR for the biggest entertainment group in Miami. And uh, her, her bubbly personality has actually uh, led to a lot of A-list celebs calling her up to be their friend because she's that great. Um, I had the pleasure <laughs> of meeting her when she was 17. Um, many years ago, um, an NBA trainer named Stan Remy actually called me because she was interning for him and um, her personality and her looks um, were causing like a lot of, uh, you know, guys to look a lot of NBA players. And he was just like, can you be like a big sister for her? Um, because I know she's going to do a lot of great things. And, um, you know, many years later, she's doing all of those great things. And I'm super proud. <laughs> Thank you, Natasha. That's an amazing introduction. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that you guys go back and that you guys have kind of, you know, watched each other's journey. Um, you know, Cassie, can you tell us a little bit about what your life is like? So everybody kind of knows that my background is in kind of law and politics. It's very staid. It's very just boring. Um, so not only do we want to kind of learn about your life to kind of understand how your hair life is impacted by your career, but also I just kind of want to live vicariously through you a little <laughs> bit. So tell us, what's it been like? So I live in Miami and, you know, I'm sure you know that it's a pretty, uh, fast-paced city in a way um you know it's not as fast as new york but you know it's up there we have a pretty big hospitality scene and within hospitality we have nightlife and i actually do the digital marketing for live and story and um they're you know two of the biggest nightclubs in america and basically i'm the only person <laughs> in either of those venues that has natural hair I think there's one other girl and you know we click like this you know we found each other we're just like oh my god hair twins curl sisters <laughs> but um yeah it's been pretty difficult you know there's always the the comments and people don't understand they're just like you know what what do you do to make your hair do that and how does it you know is it hard to do your hair and you know I'm never offended by those things because you know people genuinely don't understand and it kind of serves as a icebreaker and a conversation starter. But um, as far as um, the things that I have to deal with on a daily basis, yeah, it's definitely 
all I see is celebrities, whether it's actors, actresses, basketball players, football players, soccer players, rappers, singers. Those are the type of people that I deal with on a daily basis and especially on the weekends when I'm in the venues themselves. And yeah, like I said, there a lot of these people start conversations, you know, with how do you do that with your hair? Like, I love your hair. You know, you, I see you doing your thing. I see you girl work it. <laughs> you know, that's, that's usually the opening line I get is yes, sis. <laughs> <laughs> do you sis? Okay. <laughs> that's funny. I think a lot of us can uh, relate to that. And if I were in Miami, I would totally be one of those people. I'm like one of those people who like, you know, runs across the street, like dodges cars, like tell the next black woman I see that she's rocking her hair. Um, So I get it. Um, But look, let's jump in. First of all, you know, I've definitely seen a lot of your media and your hair is just, it's fantastic. Um, You've just done a really great job of, you know, making it really versatile sometimes you're rocking the braid sometimes you're watch uh, rocking the you know wash and go you make it look sophisticated you make it just really kind of um really versatile which I think is really difficult for a lot of us so kudos on that mm-hmm. um, but I'm really interested in what it's been like especially in a place with like Miami um we know for example that um the east coast generally is a little bit more welcoming to natural hair in cities like you know boston dc new york i mean you can really get away with a little bit more than you can on say the west coast um but i'm really interested interested to see what it's like in miami right because it's very similar to the west coast in that there's a strong entertainment influence Mm -hmm. Um, what's that been like for you um it's been pretty uh i guess you could say uncomfortable at first uh, I didn't really know how to answer people's questions when they had questions. Um, you know, there's aren't many other people that look like me. And uh, since there's such a big Latin influence in Miami, everyone's kind of looking for that. Uh, not necessarily straight hair, but, you know, long, different textured uh, mm-hmm. hair, you know, like one that looks like the stereotypical Latina woman in yeah. Miami and people are more open to that kind of look. People are, um, you know, more susceptible to be nice to people with that kind of look. Um, but I don't know. You are right. It's definitely, it's definitely way more welcoming over here on the East coast. Cause I know when I'm in LA, it's kind of like, okay, like <laughs> I really don't see anybody else with my hair like this. Um, but yeah, I don't, I I wouldn't say that I have the craziest difficulty, but at first it was definitely uncomfortable. Now I kind of just embrace being different because like I said, it's, it's a conversation starter. It definitely, you know, I catch the attention of people when I walk into the room, they're like, Whoa, like what's, what's that? And it makes it easier for me to like, you know, start conversations with people and, and get to talk to people. I don't Uh really, you know, it, it helps me stick out from the crowd. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really interested in Natasha and whether your, um, whether your experiences have been similar, because I know that you spent a lot of time out of the country, you grew up in England, um, and then eventually made your way to Miami. What have your experiences with natural hair been like there? It's been really interesting because, um, and, and Cassie has probably experienced this too. Um, I think when people meet me, they... Um, I feel like they want me to be like Afro Latina 
mm-hmm. or um, something that I'm not. So when I just say like, oh, no, I'm, I'm African-American, it's like, oh, like disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's that's been the most interesting thing. Um, uh, I think um, when it comes to dating, it's been uh, very similar. Um, it, what's interesting is uh, since childhood, and I'm 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 not sure if you guys ha- ha- if it was the same for you guys, but I think most of the big events in my life um, involve straight hair, yeah. picture days, all of that. Yep. So usually, um, you know, when I'm meeting guys or going to events where I happen to meet um, a dating interest, my hair um, up until recently um, it was always straight. Um, I think my hair was probably straight when I met you, Cass. Yeah. And um, same. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So um, the switch up is interesting for me mm-hmm. when um, like guys and and people like people that um, I normally do business with when they first realized I um, rocked natural hair, it was just like, oh, you know, okay, like guys. Um, as I told you before, Don. Um, unfortunately. Um, a lot of guys have like an anti-blackness kind of uh, view when it comes mm-hmm. to curly hair. And um, I feel like they want me to be, again, something that I'm not. So when they see my hair curly, they're like, oh, wait, you're biracial, right? And I'm like, no, I'm black. And again, it's like disappointment in that. Yeah. But it's it's almost like guys, after seeing my hair curly, they they prefer it to be curly because Mm -hmm. it's like I look more quote-unquote exotic which doesn't make sense um so yeah it's that's that's been the interesting thing for me yeah I have to tell you guys a story just brought up something so um I was in my first year of law school and I'm in the library and there's this really cute guy that I've had my eye on for a mad long and he comes over and he's like um first thing he says to me there's no like hey how you doing it was just like so are you mixed? And I was like, no, I'm black. And he says, too bad. And then he walks Whoa. away. Yeah. You want to hear what's even, I know. You want to hear what's even worse than that? What? I'm scared. I would go on to date that guy for like six years. And- oh, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Bad decision making. But, you know, I think there's this thing like I've heard that so many times that I'm I've well, I mean, I'm not numb to it now, but mm-hmm. I think there was a point in my life where I was kind of numb to it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. People would say, like, what are you? And I knew what the under what the insinuation was, but it was just so common that it was like, if I want to date, I'm going to have to deal with people who make stupid comments like this. Yeah. Right. Now I know better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to, you know, turn back to casting because um, I see that you were a cheerleader and I was also a cheerleader. So always great to meet other women in the sisterhood. Um, and I bring that up because I always found cheering really difficult with my hair, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's something about that. So I believe staunchly that cheer is a sport. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people like you have an issue with that statement, like feel free to fight me, like, (laughs) but you know, it's, it's very athletic and it's very, you know, intense, but it's also very focused or it can be very focused on looks and aesthetic. And I found it really difficult to cheer with my hair. 
Um, I definitely couldn't wear my hair naturally, right? Because that kinky pattern just like was not a part of the culture culture, at all. And it was really difficult for me to straighten my hair because we sweat and we perspire Mm -hmm. and your hair is going to be a big fluff ball in 0.3 seconds. Um, And so, you know, I never really figured that out, to be perfectly honest. Like I was I was just constantly struggled with it. I cheered competitively for like, I don't know, probably like 16 17 years um, and I never you know oh so all three of us are cheerleaders it's uh-huh. amazing. I love it yeah and I never really figured that out and I'd like to you know I know that this episode is focused on dating but since we got three cheerleaders on the line <laughs> I want to talk about you know how you guys manage that and generally you know how you manage an athletic life I'm still very much an athlete And to this day, it's been very difficult for me to figure out how to balance my hair life with Mm -hmm. my athletic life. Yeah, no, definitely is a struggle (laughs) right now. I still haven't figured it out, Um, especially now that I'm on my whole like fitness journey. I'm trying to get back to what I looked like when I was a cheerleader. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Right. Same. (laughs) It's been a little difficult. Um, Back then, I didn't really know what to do I guess I was always just relaxing my hair uh, mainly because like you said we would always sweat and as soon as we sweat the my leave out and my edges would curl up and it would look kind of you know just unkempt it would I would just basically have the the struggle weave basically (laughs) and um, I think years and years of straightening my hair after sweating and having to wash it all the time and blow dry it and constantly applying heat it definitely damaged my hair and it got to the point where I barely had any leave out to cover the tracks. So that was the moment that I decided to go natural actually. And it was right after I quit cheerleading. I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. This is like ridiculous. I I'm losing hair because I'm trying to keep up with what my coaches and what, you know, all the spirit coordinators or whoever they're telling me they want me to look like, but I find it funny that, not even maybe like a year later I started seeing you know girls with natural hair pop up in different schools on their dance teams and on their cheerleading squads and I was like wow like if I'd stuck through it maybe I would have you know been able to plead my case but then again I probably wouldn't have been natural because I would have felt pressured to keep straightening my hair mm-hmm. yeah and what about you Nasasha um I i definitely rock straight hair the entire time Mm -hmm. um when I played other sports like when I played softball or basketball I didn't mind um wearing it in a ponytail curly but cheerleading it was always straight yeah you just couldn't get away with it yeah yeah so that's really interesting and you know I want to kind of pivot a little bit to dating specifically because I mean the parallels are similar right like DC is a little different, right? I feel like DC was kind of at the helm of the kind of natural hair movement and people are a little bit more welcoming to it here. But even here, you know, I just a little while ago in my building, um, you know, I was talking to the maintenance guys and they were telling me, (laughs) they were telling me, you know, like your natural is cool, but like this other girl, I couldn't date her because her hair is nappy. And I'm like, what? How do you say that to me? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Say that to me. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And and so, you know, ch- attitudes are changing, but there's still a lot of bias um, mm-hmm. out there. And there's definitely a lot of bias depending on like what your texture is. So mm-hmm. 
Hi guys, it's Dawn, and as you know, The Most is working super hard to make tech-enabled tools and appliances that make your wash days faster, easier, and more convenient. If you want exclusive access to deals and discounts, if you love our content and you want to hear more, or if you want to be the first to know about our launch happening soon, we're so excited. Join the loop at www.themostcurls.com. It's super easy. It takes 30 seconds and we promise to keep you in the coolest curl content out. That's www.themostcurls.com. See you there. Guys, tell me what it was like when you were thinking about going natural. I want to know, did you think about your dating life and did like the possibility of having maybe fewer options or having a harder time, did that influence your decision at all? Um, I would say that I definitely thought about it uh, when I was going natural, but what I quickly realized was that it helped me kind of weed out the guys that like I knew I didn't want to deal with Mm -hmm. you know like if you don't like me with my natural hair then why would I even you know want to talk to you like the first if if the first thing you say when you meet me is do you ever wear your hair straight because I've gotten that so many times Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you ever wear your hair straight and it's just like why like (laughs) I don't know why that question offends me so much but you know they could genuinely be curious like can you straighten your hair but for some reason like it's such a turnoff for me and those guys that do stuff like that and those guys that you know won't go for me because of my hair it kind of makes my job easier like if yeah it, you know our our children are definitely gonna come out with hello they're mm-hmm. just like me if not even you know tighter coils and are you gonna make them feel bad about their hair are mm-hmm. you gonna feel bad about the way your child looks like mm-hmm. I think about all that stuff before I even look at somebody before I date them because lord knows I I could end up having a child with somebody you know you never know how you you don't things happen Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be stuck in a situation where my child something that I love with you know all my heart is going to feel badly about themselves because of their hair Mm -hmm. and yeah I definitely think it was a thought but I quickly realized it didn't even matter. It, it 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 was a positive you know it definitely helped me figure out the type of guys that I didn't want anywhere near me yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because, you know, I, we were just talking to, about this on another episode and I think of my natural hair almost as a, it's almost like it weeds out the riffraff for me. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had this experience, but, you know, there used to be, especially when I was younger and taking more public transportation, right? Like when I was, you know, coming out of the metro station or if I'm walking down the street, you would get a lot of attention from men, like mm-hmm. hollering, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, shorty, hey, hey, red bone, you know what I mean? Hey, red. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I, when I went natural, all of a sudden, First of all, I got way less attention, but the attention that I did get was like so much more quality, right? Like yeah. people come up to me and be like, you know, a queen, you know, I just really respect what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, right. It was very different. It was a very different vibe. Right. And to a certain degree, I feel like my, I don't know, my date, dating life like leveled up because all yeah. of a sudden, you know, the kinds of men that I had access to and that I was getting attention from changed. Mm-hmm. Natasha, what about you? So, 
have to be a hundred percent transparent. I think um, the the beginning of um, me going natural. I, I think I've been natural for about ten years now. Um, I think the comments that you mentioned earlier, um, like the story that you told um, before I became woke, I feel like that those kind of comments used to flatter me. Mm-hmm. And until I realized, like, whoa, that is all rooted in Mm anti-blackness why am I like adding you know uh, fuel to the fire so it's like those comments um thankfully now as Cassie was saying earlier um they definitely helped me like weed out guys like no mm -mm, like can't even do it because you're already imagining that like your child Uh, And it's not even just that, like imagining that like, oh, this is a perk for your child. If your hair looks like if if your if our child's hair looks like you or, you know, yours instead of mine, which is really crazy to me because it's like, oh, my God. um, Yeah. Yeah. Very crazy because it's like, do you not see how like you're promoting Mm self-hate and if you can't even be okay with your hair like mm. what if our child had your hair yeah cheers to so, more mixed babies remember that <laughs> oh yeah that that was so wild i think but, that's what they said yeah it, yeah oh but one thing i have to mention on is that in sports casting and i see well sports and entertainment we see oh, and hear the craziest things yeah yeah, yeah it's it's all it's so bad Say, give us, give us, I know you can't give us like names, but give us, can you give us one example? Oh my gosh. Okay. I can give you the best example. Actually, (laughs) this happened maybe, I want to say two months ago, I was actually at a dinner table um, with a NBA player, his uh, coach slash trainer and um, a couple other friends. And it was mostly, I was, I think I was the only yeah, I was the only black female at the table. There weren't any other females. The only other woman, I should say, at the table was there with her man. So I was the only woman that was there. I was black and single. And I had met the NBA player's girlfriend the last time we were all together, which was like maybe a couple months before that. And she was, you know, white. And she was like the nicest girl ever, like super, super nice. And I asked, I was like, oh, yeah, what happened to her? Like, where is she? And then he was just like, oh, yeah, no, I th- we broke up. But, um, yeah, so I just kind of, like, you know, let it slide. The whole dinner went by. And I honestly do not know what made me say this at the dinner table. But I, for some reason, I was just like, do you ever think black women, like, at the dinner table? Okay. <laughs> so embarrassing. I don't even know why I said that. But <laughs> he kind of looked at me and he was just like, no, I said, have you ever dated a black girl before? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, uh, I mean, yeah, like middle school or something and I was just like <sighs> okay I was like and why is like why do you find that you don't date them anymore like I was genuinely curious like I, I do this to everyone because I feel like I'm doing a case study in my head where mm-hmm. I like kind of record all the answers and compare information and kind of figure <laughs> out why you know <laughs> right our black entertainers and you know successful black men in general are like this and he was just like yeah you know I I, I guess it just never really happened again you know like I I, I don't I don't know I just I think I would date some, but I went to this school and, you know, there was only white people there. And, you know, that was my only dating pool, which is complete BS because I definitely know, you know, I know people that have gone to all white schools and have found that one black woman and been like, okay, cool. Like, this is what I want. Wh- whatever. Cool. So 
he ended up saying, you know, it doesn't really matter. I'll date anybody, but I just don't want my kid to come out with nappy hair. Ooh. Mm. Wow. And wow. when I mean my jaw hit the floor, I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? He was like, yeah, wow. like, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't want my child to come out with Yo. hair like mine. I was like, okay, so, w- but what about, what about your, your mom? You have sisters? Like, what's up? Like, and it was just the most awkward conversation because everyone was just kind of looking at him like, are you serious right now? Like, is he serious? Uh-huh. And I was just like, you see, like, people think that we make these things up when we're saying that, oh, black men, like, they say these things. But everyone's always thinking that we're making these things up. I mean, you know, we're right. combative and we're always trying to find a problem. But no, at, in this case, I was genuinely curious because I've never seen him with a black woman. So I was just asking. It was innocent. I literally was just asking him why. I wasn't trying to get a reaction out of him. But I don't know if he kind of hurt himself and saw everybody else's reactions and I don't know if he went home and thought about it but mm-hmm. apparently I found out he is now dating a black woman mm-hmm. with natural hair so wow <laughs> the conviction yeah. free therapy yeah that I was so just like funny. if I gotta make people feel uncomfortable if I gotta be the one and everybody gotta look at me like oh she's that angry yeah. black woman asking questions yeah. for no reason then I'll be that but you know it doesn't matter I am the product of all different types of races mixing like it I have nothing against it but it's when people say things like that like I don't want my child to come out with nappy hair and I don't like how about we just want healthy kids how about we just want kids to be smart and intelligent and change the world and and do nice things for people why are we wondering about their hair why do we care about their hair I just well you know what I think that this is so interesting right because you know the comment that Natasha made is very much a suggestion that this is a journey not just for us not just for black women but for black men for non-black people right like everybody's on this journey with us trying to figure this out Mm. trying to like learn the beauty in this right um it should be all too apparent but unfortunately that's not the case and you know i think it sounds like natasha like in the beginning like you kind of fell into the socialization that everybody else fell into right like yeah and i i'm guilty of that in some ways too like that's the only way that i could have possibly dated a guy who said something like i mean it's too bad that you're not mixed you know mm-hmm. so obviously I've fallen into that too and over the years as I've matured and as my kind of self-love has matured you know that's gone along with my hair journey too um and I mentioned this because you know when we pair that with the story that you just told Cassidy um you know it really suggests that this is much more about them than it is about us mm-hmm. right like we're yeah. all our own journeys and we can't like we can't sometimes there are going to be those men who say those things and we get in our feelings about those men who have those positions but it's not about us right like he's got the same nappy hair that he's talking about you know what i mean and he hasn't gotten to where we've gotten yet because we've been doing the work and we've been like rocking our natural hair in Mm -hmm. public and like just embracing that self-love with an intensity that he hasn't had to uh And I think it's important for people to hear that, you know, you're going to hear those comments and people are going to say absurd things to you, but it's not always about you. You can't take it personally Mm -hmm. about that person and where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I have to add to that. This is no excuse whatsoever, but I realize that black men are told uh right before graduation for the most part that they need to get like a fade um, because it's more professional 
And Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder if that adds into that like self-hatred for Mm -hmm. their own hair texture. So when they see women that have the same texture, it makes them think of, you know, it not being Mm -hmm. professional. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like that's definitely changed. And I don't know if I'm just like cynical or I don't know if I'm just like, because I just see it all the time. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with people, you know, making them feel like their hair is any different. I think it's mm-hmm. because we're society right now, like everyone worships black women, I mean, black men, like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what race, especially white women. And mm-hmm. these guys in positions of power and, you know, influence and that have a lot of money. I feel like a lot of the times they're doing it to impress their peers of the other race. Like, honestly, True. like, okay, yeah, like, look, I can have your woman, like, accept me. Like, I can uh-huh. have the same type of woman you have accept me. Like, I, I have all this money. And but what they fail to realize is it it really doesn't matter. I, if somebody doesn't want to accept you, they're not going to accept you either way. You having right. a certain type of woman is not going to make you. And sometimes I also think that they think maybe if their child's a little bit mixed, they'll have an easier life than they did. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll have it easier. But I also don't believe that either because we're still living in a, society where if you're a little bit black you're still black it doesn't matter that one drop rule is still evident today like much so we've had a whole half white president but he's still considered the first black president he's not the first mixed president nobody's ever called him that i've never heard that in my life he's Mm -hmm. still the first black president so Mm -hmm. i just think people have to be honest with themselves and be realistic and just you know be conscious of how other people feel when they say certain things even if that's how you feel I don't think these things should be vocalized and it's sad that people still feel these things and I want to just like get in people's brains and like reverse their thinking but it's impossible and and I feel Mm -hmm. I feel really bad about it (laughs) hi guys it's Dawn and as you know The Most is working super hard to make tech-enabled tools and appliances that make your wash days faster, easier, and more convenient. If you want exclusive access to deals and discounts, if you love our content and you want to hear more, or if you want to be the first to know about our launch happening soon, we're so excited. Join the loop at www.themostcurls.com. It's super easy. It takes 30 seconds, and we promise to keep you in the coolest curl content out. That's www.themostcurls.com. See you there. Yeah. I hear you. Look, let's pivot a little bit because I want to talk like we all know kind of how emotional dating with with natural hair can be. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the logistics a little bit. So back, you know, I'm not I'm focused on my business right now. Dating is not a priority. But, you know, back when I was actively dating, it was so and part of the reason that I'm not dating right now is that it's just it's so logistically difficult, right? Like you do a long day at work, you've had meetings. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then you got to like get your hair perfect 
perfect for a date and getting Mm -hmm. our hair perfect takes forever. Yeah. And, you know, I found it so difficult to work, you know, my nine to five, I get off at, I don't know, six, seven, whatever. And now I have to like go home, redo my hair and then make it to that date by eight or nine. Like it was impossible to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Am I alone on that? Did you guys have no, no, I'm currently dealing with that right now. Like I, I get (laughs) home around six, six 30 and I've kind of mastered the refresh the hair around your face trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all the hair that frames my face, I kind of focus on that. But um, yeah, I used to wake up really early, try to do a little bit of a refresher of my entire wash and go. Sometimes I'm doing waking up at 5 a.m. just to do my wash and go. And so it's semi dry by the time I get to the office. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep, and that's the other thing. Like, you know, you go when you go. But I do do the trick with the whole refreshing the hair that frames your face thing. <laughs> yeah, and that is so, you know, frustrating because it's like it's like <laughs> making your hair perfect for a meeting or for a date takes so much planning in advance, right? Like you mm. got to like my hair is perfect on the second day. And so if I have a date or if I have a meeting, I have to plan it and it's down to the hour. Like there's a 12 hour window when it's perfect and then it's not perfect anymore. And so I have to plan everything around that. So, you know, two days before I have to do my hair during a certain like, you know, hour in order to make sure that it looks good two days later. So, I mean, it's just really logistically tricky. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people think about that. Like, you know, I've, you know, started to, you know, stick my toe back into the dating pool and people will be like, yeah, 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 let's just go meet up real quick. And I'm like, I can't just go meet up real quick. Like, that's mm-hmm. not right. Nobody gets it. What about you, Natasha? What's your experience been like? So I'm still learning how to style my natural hair because um, people, and Cassie knows this, knows this, people always think I'm much younger than I am. Like, I have a baby <laughs> face. So- so my go-to was always like, oh, let me straighten it real fast or not real fast, but, you know, ahead of time mm-hmm. so that like um, I look a little older um, and um, I've been like working with with my hair down curly. I've been working with like changing the, the parts to make it a little more, you know, grown so I don't look 12. But um, but yeah, I I've learned to, um, you know, have leave-in conditioner and uh, oil and uh, distilled water and a spray bottle, like, when it is curly to, like, you know, spray it real fast. Um, But, like I said, I'm still working on, like, date-appropriate hair, like, natural hair. Um, So I'm probably going to have to watch some of Cassidy's tutorials for that. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, uh, like I said before, it's a journey. So I'm still learning how to, um, you know, quickly style my natural hair. Yeah. And that's something I think everybody on this call has been natural for at least a decade and we're mm-hmm. still figuring it out. I feel like every, I don't know, four years or so, um, my hair changes textures or, yeah, you know, and you have to learn it all over again. You got to get a whole new routine, a whole new set of products. It's frustrating, but it's, it's totally worth it. Like my natural hair, I mean, I don't know, it sounds so cheesy, right? But, but like when I went natural, I honestly felt like someone had, I don't know, like unshackled me. Like I felt like this sense of freedom. <laughs> it's, true. That was always, right. it's true. Like I had always felt like 
I couldn't get my aesthetic right. Like I wasn't aesthetically okay until I went to the salon and spent $150 at least Mm -hmm. like eight hours in the salon chair. And I didn't feel like I was like pretty enough unless my hair was straightened and straightening your hair, you know, Mm -hmm. takes like three hours. Right. And I didn't feel pretty, like, I couldn't go out in the rain. I couldn't work out. Like, I felt like I had a completely different life after I went natural. I started eating healthier. Mm-hmm. Like, everything changed. Everything changed. Um, so it's a lot of work. I say that to say, you know, we don't want to, like, scare anybody off who's listening and who's thinking about going natural because it is a lot of work. It is kind of, you know, an emotional process, but it's 100, 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, look, I want to kind of leave this podcast on a this episode on a positive note, right? Like we all know that dating with natural hair can be super tricky. We all know that like being a professional with natural hair can be really tricky. Yes. Um, But there are a lot of ways where our hair helps us stand out, right? Where we can use our um, kind of authentic selves, uh, we can weaponize that, right? I found um, that in dating, you know, as I was saying before, it helps weed out the riffraff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, you know, once I found that guy who like really embraces my natural aesthetic, it's a whole level of love, right? Because I yeah. yep. those men who came before him, they might have loved me, but they loved me with this mask on mm-hmm. uh, where my features are altered to look like I'm somebody else. But I feel like once you find that person who really gets you and appreciates you, it's a whole level of appreciation that I, I've never, I hadn't experienced before. And I'd like for you guys, as a final word, if you could um, give us some experiences of ways in which, with respect to dating, your natural hair has been a positive, has been an advantage, has, you know, helped you stand out in some way. Hmm. I'll let you go first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that's a good question, Dawn. Um, Ooh. It's a, it's a tough one, right? Because I yeah. think there's a spin, and this is important. I think it's important. This is something that I've been spending a lot of time on, both kind of in my life as an entrepreneur and in my life as a Black woman. It's really easy to get bogged down in all of the ways that we experience obstacles, difficulty, and disadvantage, right? Because there's so many. Um, but I think it's really important for us. Like, if we focus on just the negative, um, you know, that's what our lives are going to look like. That's how we're going to feel. Right. Um, and it's important for us to take stock of the positive and, and the positive, I think sometimes is, is kind of hidden, right? Because we mm-hmm. spend a lot of time focusing on the negative, but when we find the positive, I believe that we find it, it it's so much more profound mm-hmm. um, for us. So, so, yeah, you know, I'll share, um, you know, instances for for me, you know, like I started dating this guy several years back who um, who loved my natural hair, loved it, loved it, loved it. And um, I don't know, like I had always kind of gone back and forth between curly hair and straightening my, and, and, and straightening my hair. So mm-hmm. I had a little bit of heat damage. Um, and you know, through dating this guy who really got me and who really saw the beauty in it, um, I stopped straightening it altogether. And, um, yeah, I learned so much more about my hair 
because of this guy who appreciated my hair more than even I could at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um, and to this day, like I'll straighten my hair. Like I might blow it out if I'm giving myself a trim. But aside from that, I do not wear it straight. Even when I have an inclination to wear it straight, I won't wear it straight only because I know that I'm susceptible to kind of falling back into that um, that that pattern where mm. I felt like I wasn't as pretty unless my hair was straightened, right? And I want to stay away from that. And also, I don't want to damage my hair. Yeah. Um, so I'm very protective of my spirit in that way. I don't want to get coaxed back into something. I love that. Um, yeah. So, you know, since dating that person in particular, you know, it just gave me a new... And, you know, I'm sure that people are going to listen to this and be like, you shouldn't get yourself worth from a man. Um, and I don't. I derive my self-worth from my intelligence and my accomplishments and all that but you know anytime whenever you fall in love whether you're falling in love with a man or a woman or whomever of course um, I think that that gives you a power it gives you a strength and it definitely did that for me yeah no I definitely agree I've I've been there before I've definitely been there before where I've been with somebody that embraced me naturally and I would say it's one of the most empowering feelings ever because yeah, especially when it comes to our appearance. Yeah, we're, we want to look nice and we want to do, you know, what we think is best for, you know, professional life or personal life. But I feel like a lot of the things that women do are to appease men. And mm-hmm. when you realize that there are people out there that really love you naturally, you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't even need to straighten my hair. And if I ever do straighten my hair, it's because I want to straighten my hair. Like I'm, I'm going to yeah. wear my, I'm going to wear a wig. Cause that's usually what I do. Like, I think I might do it next week, actually. Um, mm-hmm. If I ever want to switch it up, because sometimes I do, I get bored of my hair. I get bored yeah. of seeing the same shape or framing my face. Like sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm hiding behind my hair, my mm-hmm. natural hair. And mm-hmm. sometimes I want my cheekbones and my jaw to show. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I want to do braids this week, or I want to you know, have straight hair and I'll just buy a wig and it'll be protective. You know, I won't straighten my hair at all, but it's only because I want to. And I feel like me finding someone that embraced me naturally kind of made me move away from that whole doing stuff to appease men. Yeah. 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 And I just have to, before, you know, Natasha, before you give your last words, I just want to say that you know, I totally respect anybody's choice to wear their hair. However, for mm-hmm. me, that's something that I've had to do. I've had to stay away from straight hair just because of, you know, yeah. look, I've spent a lot of money on therapists these past few years. Okay. But, but yeah, we definitely like respect every woman's choice to wear whatever style she wants to mm-hmm. wear. But Natasha, last thoughts from you. Yeah. I think for me, it's going back to my thought earlier Um, with saying that, um, you know, most of my life before I had a big event or um, something that I knew I was going to take pictures, um, you know, a place that I knew I was going to take pictures, my makeup was going to be popping, always had straight hair. So I think um, although, you know, the guys that I've dated have have said things about my hair that make me cringe now, um, I I do think that some of their, uh, some of that gassing me up and like gassing my natural hair up has made me way more comfortable with wearing my hair curly in those same spaces. So now I don't have, you know, an issue going to a formal event with curly hair. Um, 
so yeah, you know, I know that before I was making it, you know, seem like it was all negative. And again, a lot of their comments were unfortunate, but I do think that the the big picture of them gassing um, my natural hair made me feel comfortable for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, guys, I just want to thank both of you for your time and for your insights. I know sometimes it can feel a little tricky being vulnerable about these issues. So I honor your contribution here today. And um, just thank you for being a part of our little web series here. And look, I think the final takeaway is this you know they're out there right like we're gonna run into people who have issues with our natural hair who don't see it but you know every month every year people are getting more and more accustomed to this aesthetic and people are falling in love with it and you know as far as dating goes like that guy who you know is really going to appreciate you for who you are uh, that person's out there and uh, I'm waiting yeah I, I can't <laughs> wait until I meet like m- you know my future husband with his natural hair so he can right. have natural hair baby yes right right <laughs> <laughs> well ladies thank you so much it's been a pleasure and Cassidy we can't wait to have you back on yeah, yeah thank, thank you for having you. me thank you